0: Hi, and welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. We're excited to kick off 2022 with reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. I'm Alana.
1: And I'm Luke. And sometimes our editors will be joining us. Parker is seven, and Carson is five years old. We want to be a podcast that helps adults and kids be in Scripture every single day. And we can't wait to get started. Today, we're going to read all about how Joseph perseveres, uses his gifts for interpreting dreams, and eventually finds himself before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to explain a dream. There is a lot of talk about corn and cows eating each other, and it can be a little bit confusing, just like dreams can be, but Joseph seems to do a pretty good job of explaining it all. That and much more today on 66 and 365
0: chapter 40. After this, the king of Egypt's cupbearer and baker offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officers. The chief cupbearer and the chief baker put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guards in the prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guards assigned Joseph to them as their personal attendant, and they were only in custody for some time. The king of Egypt's cupbearer and baker, who were confined in the prison, each had a dream. Both had a dream of the same night, and each dream had its own meaning. So when Joseph came to them in the morning, he saw that they looked distraught. So when he asked Pharaoh's officers, who were in custody with him in his master's house, why do you look so sad today? We had dreams, they said to him, but no one can interpret them. And Joseph said to them, don't interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph. In my dream, there was a vine in front of me. On the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossoms came out and its clusters ripped into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand. I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup into Pharaoh's hand. This is its interpretation, Joseph said to him. The three branches are three days, and three days Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore your position. You will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand the way you used to when you were his cupbearer. But when all goes well to you, remember that I was with you. Please show kindness to me by mentioning me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. For I was kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I have done nothing. They should put me in the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was positive, he said to Joseph, Well, I also had a dream. Three baskets of white bread were on my head, and the top basket were all sorts of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is its interpretation, Joseph replied. The three baskets are three days. In just three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from off you and hang you on a tree. The birds will eat the flesh from your body. On the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he gave a feast of all his servants. He elevated the chief cupbearer and the chief baker among the servants. Pharaoh restored the chief cupbearer to his position and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But Pharaoh hanged the chief baker. But Pharaoh hanged the chief baker just as Joseph had explained to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph. He forgot him.
1: Genesis chapter forty-one. At the end of two years, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing beside the Nile when seven healthy-looking, well-fed cows came up from the Nile and began to graze among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, sickly and thin, came up from the Nile and stood beside those cows along the bank of the Nile. The sickly, thin cows ate the healthy, well-fed cows. Then Pharaoh woke up. He fell asleep and dreamed a second time. Seven heads of grain, plump and good, came up on one stalk. After them, seven heads of grain, thin and scorched by the east wind, sprouted up. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven plump, full ones. Then Pharaoh woke up, and it was only a dream. When morning came, he was troubled, so he summoned all the magicians of, e- of Egypt So he summoned all the Egyptians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one could interpret them for him. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I remember my faults. Pharaoh was angry with his servants, and he put me and the chief baker in the custody of the captain of the guards. He and I had dreams on the same night. Each dream had its own meaning. Now a young Hebrew, a slave of the captain of the guards, was with us there. We told him our dreams, and he interpreted our dreams for us, and each had its own interpretation. It turned out just the way he interpreted them to us. I was restored to my position, and the other man was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and they quickly brought him from the dungeon. He shaved, changed his clothes, and went to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream and no one can interpret it, but I have heard it said about you that you can hear a dream and interpret it. I am not able to, Joseph answered Pharaoh. It is God who will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile when seven well-fed, healthy-looking cows came up from the Nile and grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, weak, very sickly, and thin, came up. I've never seen such sickly ones as these in all the land of Egypt. Then the thin, sickly cows ate the first seven well fed cows. That when they had devoured them, you could not tell that they had devoured them. Their appearance was as bad as it had been before. Then I woke up, and in my dream I saw. 7 heads of grain full and good coming up on one stalk after them 7 heads of grain withered thin and scorched by the east wind sprouted up the thin heads of grain swallowed the 7 good ones i told this to the magicians but no one can tell me what it means then pharaoh said to pharaoh then joseph said to pharaoh pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are 7 years and the seven good heads of and the seven good heads are 7 years. The dreams mean the same thing. The seven thin, sickly cows that came up after them are 7 years and the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind are 7 years of famine. It is just as I told Pharaoh God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt. After them, seven years of famine will take place, and all the abundance in the land of Egypt will be forgotten. The famine will devastate the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because of the famine that follows it. For the famine will be very severe. Since the dream was given twice to Pharaoh, it means that the matter has been determined by God and he will carry it out soon. So now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man to set over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this. Let him appoint overseers over the land and take a fifth of the harvest of the land of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. Let them gather all the excess food during these good years that are coming. Under Pharaoh's authority, store the grain in the cities so that they may pres- So they may preserve it as food. The food will be a reserve for the land during the seven years of famine that will take place in the land of Egypt. Then the country will not be wiped out by the famine. The proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. And he said to them, Can we find anyone like this, a man who has God's spirit in him? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one as discerning and wise as you are. You will be over my house and all my people will obey your commands. Only I as king will be greater than you. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, see, I am placing you over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand clothed him with fine linen garments, and placed a gold chain around his neck. He had Joseph ride in his second chariot, and servants called out before him, Make way! So he placed him over the land of Egypt. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and no one will be able to raise his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt without your permission. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zephanath-Paniah and gave him a wife, Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest at On, An, and Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joseph left Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout the land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced outstanding harvests. Joseph gathered all the excess food in the land of Egypt during the seven years and put it in the cities. He put the food in every city from the fields around it. So Joseph stored up grain in such abundance like the sand of the sea that he stopped measuring it because it was beyond measure. Two sons were born to Joseph before the years of famine arrived. Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest at on bore them to him. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh and said, God has made me forget all my hardship and my whole family. And the second son, he named Ephraim he sa- and, said, and said, God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. Then the seven years of abundance in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had said. There was famine in every land, but in the whole land of Egypt, there was food. When the whole land of Egypt was stricken with famine, the people cried out to Pharaoh for food. Pharaoh told all of Egypt, Go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. Now the famine had spread across the whole region. So Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians. For the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. Every land came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain. For the famine was severe in every land. And now it's time for the question of the day. Our question today for you and your family to discuss is, do you find yourself turning to God only in times of famine or when things are hard?
0: Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. If you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practiced, we will add it to next week's show. Send it in to 66365 at gmail.com. Remain strong in the
1: faith. You brave, First Corinthians sixteen thirteen. I'm glad Joseph is doing better these days. Definitely better than yesterday. He's finally able to catch a break and then some. Like that is stinking awesome. That he all those years of struggle in prison and as a servant are finally paying off for him. What could possibly go f- wrong for him now? Like long lost brothers show up. Okay, yeah, that might throw a wrench in Joseph's career plans, but. We'll just have to see what happens next. If you could be so kind as to leave a review, and like I said in the past, unless it's a bad one, keep that stuff yourself. And then also subscribe or follow us. We would love to hear from you or your kids and hear about how your walk through the Bible is going. We are loving it so far as we go 66 in 365.